No more champagne, and the fireworks are through. But here we are, me and you. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is Tracks 2017. We're back! And we're back! In the studio with a brand new episode, the first one of this amazing, exciting new year. How good does it feel to be back, Harry? Oh, it's so, so excellent. Feels strange. I mean, um, it seems like a long time since we did this, so I'm still kind of feeling a bit uneasy behind the mic. I'd become so comfortable last year, but now... We'll find our way back to where we were. Match sharpness. (laughs) We will get there. Um... I'm not going to ask you right now whether you had a lovely Christmas or not, because I think we're going to come on to that soon. What I am going to say is thank you so much, listeners, for coming back for the second calendar year the tracks has been a thing. It's lovely to have you here. It's lovely to be back. And the more things change, the more they stay the same. We're going to see you on the flip side. We certainly will. As ever. See you there. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. So Harry, another thing that hasn't changed, aside from the fact that we are now on the flip side, um, is the fact that we're going to start each episode with musical highlights of the week. And um, we've probably had the longest gap we've ever had to come up with a musical highlight this time. Yeah. Because we last recorded, what, a week before Christmas? So yeah. you're going on for two and a half weeks, maybe even longer, maybe three weeks yeah. since we've recorded. So that's uh, three weeks of musical loving that you can now bring to the table. Yeah, which is weird because, sh- shall I go first? Yeah. Well, the track I'm actually going for is a 2017 track. Oh, so, really? Yeah. And what day is it today? Is it the 3rd? 4th, I think, today. Is it? Okay, so... Yeah, pretty sure it's a 2017 track, even. So this is fresh. This is fresh to death. This is well fresh. Part of me thinks it came out yesterday. This is fresh as the Prince while they're Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, my highlight is London Grammar, with a new tune rooting for you. Um... I'm a big fan of London Grammar. I believe it was 2014 album, self-titled London Grammar. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I would kind of play non-stop. Very different. Don't know if you're a fan. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't know you were a fan, and I'm not. Emily made me. I'm quite um, well. To be honest, I can't. If I had to like put my finger on like a name of a song or even like hum a song right now I couldn't do it but I remember at the time being very definitively in the anti-London grammar camp I thought the singing was just way over the top and a bit annoying and I didn't really like the instrumental um instrumental in the first album was fairly it's fairly minimal and stripped back it's very first album XX which they, they get compared to quite a lot yeah and did it come at a time when it felt like a lot of people were doing kind of XX? Um, I think ever since the XX brought out the first album, lots of people have been um, not imitating um, as such, but yeah, been doing certain things that they have. It was so significant that it, was. That it kind of, um, yeah, it did kind of go into the everything that was made. There's a, sorry, to, this is a completely different tangent, but it was quite good. Uh, Scroobius Pip, his podcast um, he did like a four part Christmas drunk cast where a load of people get together and get drunk and just talk nonsense yeah. it's very funny because by the end they're all absolutely hammered but um, they talk about The Office and uh, Ricky Gervais and about how like Ramesh Ranganathan, the comedian he's absolutely battered by this point but he talks about how uh, The Office just changed all of comedy, every single kind of comedy, because like, even you'd go to like the indie comedy clubs and people would do like a little David Brent mannerism or a little yeah. something. It's just like it's so so much into the public consciousness that it was kind of impossible to not be a little bit David Brent. Every time I do anything comedy based, not not at all professionally or anything, but if I'm making a joke or something, 
I always seem to be doing a David Brent yeah. voice or something. Yeah, exactly. People, people at college used to call me David Brent. <laughs> they used to call me Ricky Gervais. They used to say I was just like him. I never saw the similarities, but... Yeah, I don't really. I think if every time any time anyone's sarcastic, you can say it in a certain way that's a yeah. bit similar. Exactly. Um, and I think uh, the XX were a bit like that. Everyone should go and check out that podcast, by the way, because it's really great. Um, we don't recommend enough podcasts on this. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, distraction pieces, Scroobius Pips, and the drunk cast is very, very funny. Um, but yeah, I think the XX debut album was a bit like that in that anyone who made electronic music in the following years, not electronic music, you know, that kind of music, um, sort of slightly minimal with a bit of ambient sort of... I guess it had Jamie XX behind it, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. And he's gone on to be a yeah. somewhat even bigger solo act. Yeah, exactly. But I think it kind of just soaked in and people couldn't really escape being a little bit like them. And I mean, yeah. I've heard that talked about with that album so many times. Yeah. And that's what people would say about London Grammar. I do like her voice. I think she is very talented. I don't find it's too much. Um, weirdly, I was thinking about having the XX as my um, highlight this week, but I found that her voice wasn't Romy's yeah it felt like it was it was just so not I'm really not quite sure if I'm a fan of that new track of theirs there's two isn't there now there's yeah there's there's um, On Hold which I really love yeah that's not the one I mean and Say Something Loving which I think we both agree we're a bit less sold on yeah very much so the reason why I'm kind of putting these two together is that these two seem to be like the freshest tracks out there at the moment yeah and it's quite strange that they've both come out at the same time I'm I'm a fan the, the main reason why I've got this as a highlight is because I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do for a second album because it's this one specifically I think could be it's probably more prone to not going down very well just because if it's exactly the same as the last one yeah they, they need to build on it somehow um, and that that might be quite difficult to do sure but um, I love the vocal on it I think she's very talented uh, I think they're all very good um, and it is kind of what I would ex- have expected from a new song from them sounds good I haven't heard it so should we give it's, it a little one spin of these, yeah it'll take it takes a while to get in so I'll I'll probably have it underneath us a little bit you know as I like oh, to oh lovely stuff and then you're uh, already hearing a little I'll, bit of it listens yeah <laughs> and I'll, I'll try and bring it in at a, a good moment just to sell you all okay let's have a little listen so yeah London Grammar Rooting for you. Oh, where did she go? Truth left us long ago. And I need her tonight because I'm scared. Floating as with a young baby. And I should. So, Tim, you were telling me there about the the kind of vocal quivers and things, and how they're not really up to your they're not up your schraza. Yeah, it's not. A, you were about to say they're not up to my standard, which is <laughs> no. I was going to say taste, but it didn't work. <laughs> uh, clearly, she's a really, really talented singer. But I think underrated as a female vocalist. I'm sure that is probably the case, but for me, it just like I. I almost wince a little bit when I listen to it just because it really it rubs me up the wrong way it's like how some people don't like the sound of like uh, a knife and fork on a plate like to me it's just a bit like oh stop doing that and there's like there's kind of I think some bands like I think I've discussed this before on the podcast about Placebo they want to always go back to in that I find his vocal really quite irritating and I don't like it at all but there's enough instrumentally going on to get me through some placebo songs whereas often with London Grammar I feel like there's not enough else if you're not into the vocal there's not enough else to make me think that okay so Block Party are my yeah my one of them I I like Block Party but his voice just pisses me off yeah I just find it annoying so yeah I guess it is down to taste and what your ears can accept and what they can't. Yeah, exactly. But if you liked it, go ahead and listen. And if you did like it, 
go and listen to the first album because it's got some good songs in there. It's got a cover of Night Call uh, from Kavinsky, which is a great song. I don't know that song. It's in Drive. Oh. It's really good. I also don't like that. <laughs> Drive is great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll move on to your highlight, Tim. Well, I'm going to start my highlight by saying that uh, I had a really, really lovely Christmas. And I'm going to ask you, did you, Harry? I had a lovely Christmas. Yeah? It felt like it went on for ages, which is nice. Did it? Usually I feel like after Christmas Day, it's like, done. Ours Back was the real world. Ours was a little bit like that because we, uh, as a family, went away for the kind of week leading up to Christmas. Um, we were in a house out in the country. Yeah. It was very, very lovely. Um, yeah, but we had, yeah. to, we had to leave it on the 27th and I came back to like a flat without a Christmas tree or anything so it very much felt like okay. 27th was we only took ours down yesterday yeah the 27th was the end of Christmas yeah. um, so it felt to me it's actually like it went over it? really quickly mm. um, yeah it was it's hard a to a take... pill to swallow when that <laughs> Christmas suddenly disappears and it's like oh back yeah. to another however many months of normalness yeah it just feels like the longest stretch ever. But I'm feeling excited about this year and optimistic. So. I really don't mind about Christmas being over now. Yeah. So much looking forward. Yeah, exactly. And uh, my musical highlight comes from my lovely Christmas. So this uh, beautiful house we were fortunate enough to stay in out in the country had Sonos or Sonos or however you say that thing. And we're not sponsored by Sonos like many podcasts are. But, Maybe one day. But if you work there, we <laughs> would happily be. Yeah. Um, but what that meant was that I was able to, from my phone, control the music in every different, different room in the house. Room, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was really, really bloody cool. <laughs> um, but uh, my family, knowing that I'm a big music fan, very often, pretty much all the time, will like Tim put some music on. And obviously, you know, it's a kind of sense the room. Yeah, so there's kind of young kids. I've got. Uh, nieces and nephews as young as two so no Kanye although actually funnily enough there was one evening where I was sat in the front room and it was only me and my niece Hannah who's 10 and I was playing ultralight beam and she twice asked who it was I was like it's Kanye West this is exciting (laughs) she was getting a little bit into it and she got her first iPod for Christmas so really yeah what iPod was it an Apple Touch like a little mini one and it was very I don't even know what they do anymore iPods it was very cute and she was very excited Um, I put some Motown on it for her I put some like a Motown compilation I put some Stevie Wonder and some Beatles to start her off and some Kanye and Kendrick <laughs> no but like NWA but I feel like Ultralight Beam she is alright to listen to and um, she liked that but generally speaking yeah. that wasn't the right atmosphere what I needed was kind of quite nice warm uh, happy maybe slightly acoustic but not too dull acoustic music um, and one of the thing, one of the songs I particularly kept coming back to was by Matthew E. White and Flo Morrissey. So he's obviously a relatively well-known musician, American, runs a really, really cool uh, record label called Space Bomb Records, which I think is kind of uh, what a lot of people within music are known for as well. Um, But she, I didn't know who Flo Morrissey was at all, and I literally only just found out that she's a British... uh, Daughter of Morrissey himself? No. Um, but she is a British singer, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't really know how they, the two came to work together, but they put out this, um, I think it's a double A-side single. Is she a vocalist on this? They both are. They both sing uh, different bits. And um, it's called Grease, and the first song, the first song on it is this song, Look at What the Lights Did Now, which makes me think that it must be a double... Uh, A-side, because the second song is Grease, and it's a cover of the theme tune, Grease. Really? Yeah, and it's really cool. Um, It's got like, it's got this kind of cool, bouncy vibe to it, which we listened to a bit in the house as well, but this song in particular, uh, my mum really liked it, my older sister really liked it. So... It was a big crowd pleaser. You didn't know who, what this was going to be when you... I had heard uh, the the song that I'm going to play. Oh, you'd heard it before? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I thought, like, so there was thing, a lot of, like, uh, Hamilton, Lighthouser and Rustam playing. Rustam! Yeah, that. Um, 
you know, that kind of vibe, like, not letting it get too miserable acoustic. Yeah. Happy acoustic music. That was the brief. And this was one that was a big hit. It came out at the beginning of December, the single. And I am going to predict that you will like it. Okay. So. Interesting. And maybe you won't. <laughs> You've covered all bases. I hear it like a pal's part of people. Look at what the light did now. I bear it like a bounce part of people. Look at what the light did now. So that was Flo Morrissey and Matthew E. White with Look at What the Light Did Now. What did you think of it, Harry? Um, funnily enough, I don't know if you're right or wrong when you said I might like it. I might not. Because I'm it's impossible bit... to be either. I can't be right or I can't be wrong. Surely. I'm just a bit indifferent about it. Yeah. I don't like uh, I don't necessarily like songs that um, kind of repeat too much in terms of lyrics um, like that new Stone Roses one that's the first thing I pick up on when a song does that yeah. and it, it that doesn't mean to say that I don't like those songs that do it sometimes they just take a bit of growing on me yeah um, I, I, I thought it was quite um, funky quite like rock and rolly with the guitar elements and stuff yeah it's got it, that it kind of nice. thing, that kind of uh, sort of Tennessee style yeah. Uh, rock, kind of, with a sort of, not quite country, but sort of folky Sexy kind of... rock licks and... Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, in another context, that might not have been uh, a song I particularly picked up on, and it almost certainly wouldn't be something that I kind of treasured, but it takes me back to that lovely little festive period, so I wanted to play it. I think it's good. And yeah, we almost Christmas, don't we? Bloody hell! <laughs> Despite everything we just said, it was such a lovely time of year. Um, but then again, if it was still Christmas, we wouldn't be here right now, no, going be... into a tiny little break and then coming in with the meaty bit of another episode. Some might say the stuffing of the turkey. But it's not Christmas anymore, so we're not going to say that. <laughs> away from the music and away from the podcast, Harry, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Away from the podcast? Um, yes. Do you... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've kind of got a couple. Yeah. Um, should I not talk about it? No, 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 no. It's fine. I was just, uh, I was just thinking. I feel like I have loads. <laughs> like I'm always working on me. Yeah. Trying to do me. I know. And uh, yeah, there's. I think professionally, I have some things going on. That I need to try and do. Mm-hmm. And then personally, I need to be able to do those things instead of put them off as I usually do yeah um so yeah I think it's just going to be working on me yeah getting getting really like good at tracks yeah learning more doing more trying more Mm -hmm. pushing that boat out a little further stuff like that hopefully you listeners and that should benefit from from new me yeah um but yeah that's pretty much it how about you um, uh, mine is basically just, um, sort my fucking life out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, professionally, I'm doing all right. Personally, uh, it's a... S- Slowly sinking ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so, maybe stop that journey from ending <laughs> in disaster. Um, no, it's not that bad, really, listeners. Um, but yeah. The usual stuff, I think, like do a bit of exercise, yeah. eat a bit healthier, be a bit better with money, 
Um, yeah, these yeah. are all mine as well. It, everyone kind of has the same. Yeah. Um, but to bring it back to the podcast, the classic phrase is new year, new me. And I think uh, as people who are music taste is such a big part of our lives, it's nice to make like uh, a bit of like a musical New Year, New Me. Yeah, and I well. did actually have some before we suggested this as yeah. a thing for the podcast. So it'd be interesting to so get yeah, into them. Not quite. Uh, maybe there are resolutions. Maybe these are three resolutions each. Yeah. So let's go down that road. Um, and I'm going to get you to go first. Oh, are you now? Resolution number one. Can I just say, just before we go, we've got some new gear. I don't think we told people that yet. We have got and some new gear. we're like well excited yeah. and the, the, there's a buzz here. There is a buzz. It's just got lots of lights and dials and things. Yeah. And it's just making me feel I mean, really good. It has also meant that the resolution I literally just spoke about being more careful with money <laughs> has gone straight out the window because we just dropped a bomb on a new interface. Investments but, are God, good, it's though, right? nice. <laughs> look at it. It's got a colour screen. Yeah, and look, you're peeking because of the red light. Oh, my oh, word. Oh, no. Editing issues later on. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll get into mine first. My... This is probably my main one, actually. Um, I need to see more bands live, small or big. Um, I've mentioned it before. When you go to festivals, sometimes it feels like feels like you've seen such an amount. You you might not go and see stuff later on or whatever. But I, I, yeah, we live in Brighton. There's stuff going all the time. Tent. It's usually it's down to money, um, but. It's also a good small bands and things that cost ten pounds or free. Yeah, it's also a really good time of year to make that resolution because loads of people are about to. I feel like the end of January through to April is like peak touring season yeah, before the festival season kicks off. Mm. Like a lot of people are coming to Brighton early on in this year, so you don't even have to bother to go to London. No, which is great. That's that one of the we might have even said this before, but one of the benefits of living in a city like this that's not too crowded not too big but big bands come down here yeah and it's only when they get to a certain level that they start to never come down here venture naming no names the Maccabees you <laughs> yeah right um so the reason why I've gone for this certain band is because I think around Christmas time when I was at university 2013 I think or 12 I saw that the Little Comets were playing in Brighton and they were a band that I've kind of followed for a little bit but I really liked um, and I went to see them on a whim. Lovely. It was just like a Friday night I was with my mate and we were, we were like should we just go and see them? 12 quid at the door. Saw them at the Concord too. Very good gig. Yeah. I seem to remember something annoying happening. I think they I think there was like a, a mosh pit and they're not a, really a band you mosh, not a mosh to. band. And it was fairly busy. It's not like when we went to see King Gizzard and you couldn't really move. Um, so there were just kind of weird mushes and people were being annoying. And I've got a friend who, every time we go to a gig, he seems to have this habit of just kind of standing very still and just staring at the band for an hour. <laughs> and he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> so if anyone around him is kind of moving, he gets a bit annoyed. Right. So he's not the best person to go to gigs with. Um, incidentally, he's coming to the Maccabees with us. Um, oh, no. He'll be fine, though. I'm sure he's changed. We'll leave him at the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I really, really like this band. And they were a band that... They remind me of Winter because of that. But I remember in the first year of uni, we li- I lived in a big hall. I've probably talked about it before, but... There was Are you thinking 50... of one particular night in October when we lived in the halls? <laughs> No, but I didn't know you really knew them, so I'm glad that you did that. Um, (laughs) I I had these massive speakers. Um, We've heard about the speakers many a time, Harry. Yeah, um, and I put them outside the window so people could listen to stuff while we were like out in the the green (laughs) the green area. It's not garden; it's just like this front area. I can't remember. And I I think people were loving it. 
Mm-hmm. Because it was just summery, and we were playing this song, which is called Worry. Mm-hmm. And it's very kind of jingle jangly guitar kind of thing. And I think for the next three years, me and my mate Luke, who is my housemate, would just kind of sing that to each other to the point where I think everybody else hated <laughs> hated the song. But I'm going to stick on Worry. And this represents the bands that I need to go and see in town. The, the ones that I know I like and that I know are going to be in town at some point. And even if I have to venture north a little, um, I think I should do that because we are in the business. Yeah. We need to be doing more in terms of seeing bands and stuff. Speaking yourself, I went to loads of gigs last year. We should be going as tracks with our <laughs> notepads and everything. Um, little pencil behind our ear. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to play. Cool. Worry. Little comments. list of the comments with worry so don't worry Tim it is your go name lovely work no it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) thought about it way too long but Uh, yeah so my first uh, resolution for the new year is that I want to hype up more local acts I think uh, you know, it kind of fits in with yours. We are sort of becoming part of this music scene. We're starting to get to know people around. Uh, I go to a lot of uh, gigs and like specifically like club nights on a weekend, those kind of things. Um, but then we come back and do the podcast and we've got this platform to kind of promote these bands to people. And I think certainly in the second half of last year, I started just talking about kind of the bigger acts that I love. And a lot of them were international acts. And basically... I can't really remember the last Brighton band that we played who weren't also guests on the episode, so we kind of had to. Yeah. I would uh, really love to think that I'm going to spend a lot of this year digging around for people who are from, not necessarily just Brighton, but, you know, the wiser local area and people who need that kind of boost. And I would like to think that we'll be able to do that. So that's a very personal and tracks kind of related yeah, I'm, I mean, I think it's personal in that, like, when you go to a gig, it obviously makes it better if you know a bit of the band and, like, you're excited to hear a song or a few songs. So, like, a lot of these bands I go and see and I just don't really have any context for it and I don't really know what to look forward to. So, like, there's partly that kind of personal reason in that I'm probably going to be at these gigs anyway. It would be nice to know them better. But also, yeah, like I say, we, we are here to help these yeah. bands and it would be really nice to do more of that. Um, I think you know we know people in bands uh, we know people who dedicate so much time and effort and energy and passion to making music and that it's often a bit more difficult for them to get like a foot up yeah. and we can kind of provide that a little bit so I want to do that this year and I'm going to start that by playing a band called The Get Rids who are from Brighton um I don't know a huge amount about them because, you know, the more we start talking about these smaller bands, the more that's going to be the case. Yeah. From what I can tell, they're a four-piece. Uh, they make quite kind of uh, short, snappy, exciting-feeling uh, guitar music. Songs uh, a bit reminiscent of kind of first album vaccines in that like something like Norgard, which was, you know, one minute 55 I think the song yeah. I'm going to play which is called Trinidad is about that length it's under two minutes um, so straight to the point quite kind of uh, potent exciting energy filled indie guitar music um, and you know in some ways that sounds like uh, not the most original thing but actually there's not loads of that around uh, yeah. especially at the moment you've got a lot of people trying to do like psyche stuff and kind of more abstract stuff and often that leads into like five and a half minute tracks so it's quite exciting to see a band who are just happy to be like done through 
Uh, that's the song. I think it's interesting to be doing this Brighton Brute thing because how many times have we heard a band that have made it and they you, they go, oh, they're from Brighton. We're like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Things like Royal Blood and The Witches and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. It'd be good to kind of follow these bands and know them from the beginning. Yeah, completely. And then and, ride off their coattails when they're big. And you know, we're really, really fortunate in that it's <laughs> not that <laughs> no I'm joking <laughs> but we're really fortunate in that uh, you know we're having obviously BIM is the big one yeah a, a music college here for people who don't know but also the fact that we're a city with two universities you know a lot of bands form in university and like yeah. it makes for quite a exciting alive musical scene and it does feel a bit of a shame to like not be more aware of what's going on and not uh, embracing it more on the show. Yeah, so let's yeah, not, let's not let it go to waste. Exactly. So I'm going to play to you the Get Rids, Trinidad. <laughs> did you think I thought it was interesting I thought it was quite a without certain elements it was quite a punky delivery in the vocal Um, kind of a downtone version of that Um, yeah it sounds like like no offence to it in the slightest it just sounds like a new band that are just trying things yeah and haven't found their thing yet maybe but just giving it a go and they have talent yeah I think yeah, I agree. But I think it's exciting sounding. I think it's full of energy. I think it's uh, it's one of those. I think often when you hear a new band, obviously they're not in the big swanky uh, recording studio. So what you want to get is a feeling that God, this would be really fun to watch live. And like, I think the live version of that will be even more energy, yeah. more exciting. I can imagine hearing it in just like a sweaty room with beer getting poured over my head and kind of jumping about for a minute 38 seconds is how long that song is yeah even that i just think it's kind of cool having a minute 38 track like catch your breath yeah do it again yeah exactly uh so yeah listeners hopefully you'll hear a lot more of that this year bands Mm -hmm. local bands that you won't have heard of that we're gonna hype so that was the get rids who I believe they're on Facebook and they're on SoundCloud. Uh, so go and check them out. They need your love. So we're going to move on to resolution number... Numero de. So I feel like there were multiple times, and I think this happens with everybody. It's happened with you. It's happened to guests we've had on, friends, you know, human beings. Um, when you're talking about music and you're naming these huge artists... And you're sitting in the back like, I know them. I've heard two or three songs. I like them. Yeah. But I just don't know them that much. And yeah. I don't really know them enough to be able to talk about them. And you're there like, yeah, no, I, I like them because you feel like you should. But, the, you know, there's this whole kind of void there where you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of music to hear. It's physically and, impossible. Like, yeah. you, I think as you go through your life, you just have to slowly hope that you might take them off I think the, the time I felt that most was when we had Dan Brooks on the episode yeah. and I just he was talking about Pink Floyd and, and he mentions one of the most famous albums in the world and we're both like <laughs> no I know we really should like that but we just haven't heard much just like little smiling potatoes and then it? I went and listened to that and I listened to it constantly for like a month and it was brilliant and you yeah. just left thinking why have I left it this long but at the end of the day it doesn't matter when you leave it but um, the reason why is when you know somebody... So the band I'm going for is Radiohead. And when you meet somebody who absolutely loves them and will talk about them constantly and tells you how important they are and you're just like, I actually know you're right and that they definitely yeah. are important. So I know I'm not just not liking them because it's a taste thing. It's just because I haven't given them any of my time. Yeah. 
So I'm going for a song called Fake Plastic Trees. Um, and people are already going to be like, you don't know that? And I'm like, no. But high five to me because I do know this song. Do you? Well, yeah. I know it because I saw Frank Ocean do a cover of it. <laughs> uh, I knew it before that. I've heard it before. Yeah. Um, but it's on a very low level. Things like Creep where I'm like, oh yeah, I know that very well. So like, well done, mate. You know a song. Um but this one for me is up there as one of their most famous tracks and I'm just like, yep. don't really know about it. And then it makes me think they've got album after album that is talked about so massively yep. and a Moonshaped Pool, which has been very talked about this year as being great. And yeah, well, it was in a lot of people's top five albums of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. And I listened to it once. Said hmm. I listened to it a few times. Like We had that track that was in, that we really Burn loved, the Witch, Burn the yeah. Witch. Brilliant. I yep. thought it was fantastic. And yeah, still, there's is a song that I really like, and I'm like, still not gonna listen to the rest. Like, <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? But it's not just Radiohead. There's there's bands from the 50s, 60s, 70s, all kinds of people. We have had Emily on talking about Elvis. When we have Ben on talking about the Beatles, and I've went back and listened to don't them more. Don't we don't know the Beatles, Harry. No, let's I'm not, not saying let's we not don't say that. that. When I say all these names, it's yeah. not that we don't know them. It's just that we don't listen to them that I, much. I do know all of the Beatles, Carol. Okay, I know a lot of them as well, but I don't go home yeah. and listen to them. No, fair, 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 fair. Um, The same with Elvis. I yeah. just haven't done it. But this year I've listened to a lot of that and I'm really glad I have. And just yeah. now it's getting to the point where I'm not listening to them because I feel like I should try to. I'm, I'm yeah. putting them on because I love it. I think it's a great resolution and one which uh, should probably be both of our resolutions every year. Yeah. Because even if... Even if we like manage to maintain it really, really well for the next 12 months, we won't have even scratched the surface of all the stuff we still won't have heard. So mm. it's like it should be a New Year's resolution every year. And it depends like, how hard you try as well, because yeah. I've had somebody telling me that I should listen to Marilyn Manson, and I'm not bothered. But I do know he's a very intelligent man, and he's, uh, he's had hit after hit, and he's very good. And maybe I will try and give some things of his a listen just to appreciate it for maybe what it is yeah. instead of whether I like it or not. But I think, yeah, when you have this kind of quote-unquote job, sometimes it's important to listen to anything and everything you can. So even if you hate something, just it's best not to ignore it. It's good to just listen to everything. But also, like, it can be, you know, even if you take out, like, the should from it, like, and I've had the exact same experience, when you actually do take the time to listen to it. It's it's the most exciting and exhilarating thing ever because like often when you find a band we listen to a lot of new music, so you find a band that you really, really love and there's maybe like four songs. Yeah. I still remember the first time I like went back and bothered to listen to the Stooges and then realising there was just a huge amount of stuff to just get stuck into and I was you know, I was beside myself with excitement and the fact that oh my God, I couldn't believe it had taken me so long to get there, but it's just like Wow. Yeah. I mean, a big I've one. I've now just got this whole body of work that I can't wait to just stick my face in. A big one for me, for you as well, that you'd want, is for me to go and listen to all the Smith songs that aren't yeah. the big ones. Yeah. Because the amount of times you and whoever are talking about Smith songs, and I'm like, I know about 10. Yeah. And I know them well, but then there's a whole load I don't. So, yeah, it's basically just to listen to more, which, like you say, it's something we should be doing anyway. Yeah. So but it's great resolution. Yeah. So Radiohead fake plastic trees. Beautiful. A green plastic watering can for a fake Chinese rubber plant and a fake plastic girl. Up from a Radiohead there, fake plastic trees. So, on to your second. My second is very similar to your second, but with like a bit more uh, specificity, if that's a word. Maybe it's not. Specification? Yeah, who knows? It's, it's more pinpointed on a certain area. 
Um, like you, there's lots of music that I uh, feel like I've missed and I feel like I've left behind. But for me, it quite specifically falls within the hip-hop genre. Um, I'm a big hip-hop fan. The hip-hop that I know and love, I love so, so much, and it's kind of some of my favourite music ever. But I realise that there's maybe kind of 20 albums at best, 20 hip-hop albums that I really know well and love. Considering Kanye West is about six of them. Yeah. It's probably more than you think, but yeah. It's low, is my point, and like... Uh, specifically Track's favourite Ben Brooks He's got A lot of hip hop That he really loves he And does. spending a lot of time Around him uh, Hearing a lot of the stuff That he's really into I hear it And I really love it But I just don't Know it And Again It does feel like There's a huge amount To sort of delve into And try and work out What I should be listening to But at the same time I really want to make That investment To do that Because I know There's so much music Out there That I would just Adore if I knew it and I just don't so I want to listen to more hip hop this year and not necessarily new hip hop because I think you know the big important artists of maybe like the last five years I probably do know their stuff pretty well I want to go back what about sorry what about things like Nas where you you know you like you like him and you've heard the first album and stuff yeah you're going to try and listen to all the stuff that people haven't really talked about as much yeah I mean Nas is a good one because I know Illmatic but I don't really know a huge amount else. I know kind of various tracks from the rest of his yeah. career. Uh, same with like Dre, I know The Chronic. But like... That's practically it though, isn't it, for Dre? He then disappeared. No, he did He did quite a lot more. He did extra stuff for people, but his own albums. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't, he, this is the thing. Do you know he brought one out last year? No. Oh my God, was that last year? It can't have been last year. It can't have been because it hasn't been talked about. So it must have been the year before he's yeah. he brought an album out. That um, yeah, it was good, it was yeah. big. But this is what I mean. Like, there's huge holes in my knowledge of hip hop, and I feel like that is a real oversight on my part, and I'm missing out big time. It's the only genre that I'm really into that I don't have like a lot, a lot of music saved, downloaded, physical copies of ready to just go and access whenever I want it. So I'm going to go and listen to a load of, yeah, old hip-hop. Beautiful. And I'm really excited to do it. It's a good thing about, like, if you have a New Year's resolution, I think, where it already, when you're saying it out loud, feels like a bit of a chore. Like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I say, I'm going to listen to loads of hip-hop this year, I think, yeah, can't wait. If I can do that. That's going to be well exciting. That's going to be brilliant. Um... So, yeah, and I'm going to start it off by playing a song by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. It's called Can't Front On Me, and it's brilliant. And it's I one, know the name. And it's one that I didn't know until a few months ago when I Shazammed it. I think it must have played on the radio or something. I don't really know where I Shazammed it from, but it's exactly the kind of thing that I'm really excited to find more of. So Beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that as well. Cool. Well, hopefully again, I'll be bringing more of it to the podcast because I'll be getting excited about it. Lovely. Hit the war drums and vibrate the earth underneath. Hear my people in I come, gotta wake up the chief. Not a pale frill ghost, see I'll erect the most. Cause the Mecca land never had a Leo Africanos. The Sudanian, master of the Mediterranean. If it's lovely, I'm the one you're skypaging. Lower than the mole man, R&B is silly. The only male hardcore cruising through my city. Rise to the supernova, swabby like bola. Heavy hitter, I consider you can lean in on my shoulder. Measure like a yardstick, thick at arithmetic. You add it up and I grow Nice one. So that was uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth with Can't Front On Me. Lovely stuff. What a beat. I love that beat. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> New resolution. Don't do kind of instrumentals. Yeah, we do, We will do that. Um. Um. Oh! <laughs> Drink! <laughs> <laughs> Both did. Um, 
So, Harry, New yeah. Year's resolution numero three. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Brit. Numero three. Uh, okay, so this one is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. So, I think that it's, it's evident through second... Certainly the latter half of last year that I was listening to a lot of quote-unquote mainstream music and music that was the kind of the big hitters of the year. And I was kind of leaving out um, guitar bands and kind of bands of that ilk. And not because... Or I personally think it's because it was such a strong year for those big guys. Um, next year, there's there's a lot of people that have had an album out last year that we're not going to be expecting anything from in the next couple of years or whatever. Yep. Um, and there are... We, I, I named a few earlier. Can you remember any? I was talking about people like Drenge, who we've talked about on the podcast before. Splash. Um... Trams, Jaws, Swim Deep, Superfood, Fat White Family, uh, Tribes, people like that. These are bands that I know about and I like and have some of them I've listened to whole albums. Um, but like I say, bands of that ilk, I seem to have avoided this year. Or not avoided as such, but just haven't really been into. And that's, I guess, because... Every month we had this big album to listen to, and sometimes I've been hooked on it, but I haven't allowed myself to really listen to anything else. Yeah. And there's things like, um, I know this year there's going to be Bonobo, and there's going to be Sampha, and there is going to be a lot of stuff coming this year, but I want to, I really want to give these kind of guys my full attention this year. And as someone who... Or that just is my total comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. You really should do that because look how long it took you to get on the Kane Strang train. Yeah, exactly. And I, to be fair, without if you didn't say anything, I've, I've never heard the name anywhere. I yeah. haven't seen any related searches. I might not have ever found him. I mean, even people like um, Warpaint. Yeah. Um, and, and they've, who, they've who, got an album coming out this year. Haim have got an album coming out this Heim, year. Haim, I love Haim. Yeah. So they're definitely ones I'd be looking out for. Um, Vampire Weekend looking for a new yeah. album they've got maybe a new album dropping this year I think it's certain actually so yeah guitar bands just yeah. music with the guitars in it yeah the guitar the guitar I'm just really excited to try and get into them and to see them live and to kind of yeah. see some I mean, it ties energetic in. kind of music yeah. it ties in well with your second no sorry your first resolution first one yeah. yeah they're a good pair yeah especially when you're looking at those small bands like uh, kind of dive and drench and yeah. st- stuff like that um, so yeah the, the song and the artist I'm going for is Deep Valley Royal Jelly now we actually uh, like maybe two months ago were walking somewhere and we saw that them. we were walking down in the north lanes and it was yeah. really it must have been really late at yeah. night because it was quiet no we, yeah, we walked past two girls having photographs done outside of uh, the record store. It was Deep store. Valley. I realised, and it was Deep Valley. Yeah, like two days later, it was outside Resident. Yeah, and it still annoys me a little bit. Well, to we this fa- day. we found out then, didn't we? Because we'd looked at the posters or something. I don't know. I know we found out very soon. Very short. Yeah, but also after it was too late. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we could have had them on. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, something for the future. And I think they're playing in Brighton soon. So, I think February. There you go. Um, Let's go to that and start off your gig-going year. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah. Not really much more I can say about that. Just want to get more into those kind of bands. And it's a resolution I wholeheartedly approve of. Good. And hopefully you can help me out with it. Yeah. Give me some more Kane Strangs of the next year. Yeah. So, uh, Deep Valley with the tune... Which is a great tune, Royal Jelly. Are you ready for this jelly? <laughs> Are you ready for this jelly?
deeper into the Valley of Resolutions. Tim, we're at the bottom of the valley. This is your final pick. And without knowing, you've kind of teed it up quite well, because... <laughs> I knew. I am going to... I'm going to do it as briefly as possible, but I'm going to ruin the fun a little bit by getting a little bit deep. Ooh. Okay. Purely because... Basically, whether we like it or not, we really have to buckle up for what is going to be a really turbulent 2017. A lot of bad yeah. things are going to happen in the world. Uh, things that we can't predict, but also things that we can predict. Certain people taking certain jobs, for example. January the 20th, I think it is. Yeah, exactly that. It's going to be a really kind of <laughs> scary time to be alive. Um, and basically... We try not to be that political on this podcast, and I think, uh, generally speaking, that's a good thing. You know, uh, we might, we do have our own views, but that's not why we're here. We're not trying to uh, project those onto other people. People have every right to believe what they want to believe. But what I do think is that this year is going to be a hell of a lot harder for everyone involved if people don't stand up for what they believe in. Yeah. So, one of my resolutions is not necessarily on this podcast. Get up, stand up. Exactly. So one of my resolutions outside of this podcast, and maybe in this podcast too, when it fits, is to stand up for what I believe in and be active in that and uh, not be shy or not be scared to say if I think something isn't right. Um, It could have been my musical highlight of the week, actually, but I didn't get picked for whatever reason. But um, Rebecca Ferguson, do you know Rebecca Ferguson? She was on X Factor a number of years ago. Mm, no, then. Exactly. She went out with One of One Direction for a bit. Yeah. But she's a very, very talented singer. Yeah. And essentially she got invited to sing at Donald Trump's inauguration this week. Really? Partly because she's very, very talented, but also because apparently he can't get anyone to turn up. Yeah, I've heard. Surprise, surprise, as Scylla would say. Um, and her reply... I thought was the most perfect reply imaginable. She said, I'll do it, but only if I can sing Strange Fruit. The famous Billie Holiday song. It was actually a poem previously, actually. Um, and then Billie Holiday made it into a song, which basically depicts uh, the lynchings of African Americans in the Deep South in the 30s. And she said, How old is this woman? Rebecca Ferguson? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe 20s, 30s? Okay. Um, and I just thought, rather than... Clearly a lot of people have rejected that invitation. And that is admirable in its own way, because that's a big gig, you know? There's probably a load of money in it. You're probably never going to get more viewers to see you perform. It's a big gig. Mm. A lot of people have turned it down. Fantastic. I back them 100%. But also... How even more potent to say, do you know what, no, I will turn up, but only if I make this really significant point and kind of... Has she been allowed? Because I just hope that he doesn't know what that song is, because I can't imagine he does. She's, she's, I would imagine that there is uh, no way she's going to be allowed. But her, she answered by saying, I've been asked and this is my answer. If you allow me to sing Strange Fruit, a song that has huge historical importance a song that was blacklisted in the United States for being too controversial, a song that speaks to all the disregarded and downtrodden black people in the United States, a song that is a reminder of love, of how love is the only thing that will conquer all the hatred in this world, then I will graciously accept your invitation and see you in Washington. Best, Rebecca. Perfect. I think he should do that. I think he should let her... That would be perfect. Yeah. It would be a real... uh, message of intent but he's not going to do it mm. um, I imagine she won't be there I imagine it will be uh, she's British right yeah just amazing she's from Liverpool that she's on the radar of his yeah I mean I don't know her but she's she incredibly talented right, she's but... a really wonderful singer but I think it probably is a representation of how far down his list he's had to go Jack and last meeting it's like Honey G? <laughs> Don't. Oh, she's the worst thing in the world. She's worse than Trump. 
<laughs> She'll be next though. Jedward, do you want to do it? Uh, fuck that. Um, fuck that. So yeah, I thought that was really, really impressive and empowering, and um, it kind of tees up the way that I want to. Obviously, I'm not going to get invited to form a, anything of that scale, but I think no. standing up for your principles, being vocal, and trying to, uh, yeah, do what you can when you can is a good message to take into 2017 oh, yeah. and something we should all carry forward. So I'd really love to play Rebecca Ferguson singing Strange Fruit because I think she's the one who made the stand, but there's no, I can't find any recorded version of her doing that. I imagine she hasn't. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to play the Billie Holiday version, but with a big, big salute to her. Um, yeah. Well in. Lovely. And yeah, this is Billie Holiday, an amazing song. Which people might recognize from a sudden Kanye West song. <laughs> Southern trees bear strange fruit, blood on the leaves and blood at the root, black bodies swinging. In the southern breeze, strange. So we're going to come back from what is a beautiful, subtle, kind of uh, vintage recording with a really powerful message on something which in many ways is the complete other end of the spectrum, but also carries a similar message. And it's just about, again, preparing us for what 2017 is really going to bring yeah. to the world stage and what it is that we can do as people yeah but also the flip side of it is you know i as i said i'm all about uh, engagement and getting involved but at the same time let's also remember that music is the most perfect form of escapism and a song like this song we're about to play uh, not only does it have a really powerful message but also sometimes if you just put your headphones on and listen to something this brilliant you can have a lovely time and you can block out everything else that's going on around you and at times in 2017 we're going to need that so let's go out on that too true uh, it's been so fucking exciting <laughs> to be back here behind the mic recording another <laughs> podcast for you our beautiful listeners who we adore um Finished before 10 o'clock. Unbelievable. We are efficient in 2017. When has that ever happened, Tim? Uh, since we got a new interface. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, so, thank you so much. I've been Tim. And I've been Harry. And this has been episode number 42 of Tracks, the first one of 2017, the year when we achieve global domination. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, thanks so much for being here, and... It's going to be the one and only Tribe Called Quest. Take us out. We, the people, we'll see you next week. <laughs> we don't believe you, because we the people are still here in the rear, yo, we don't need you. You ain't killing off good young nigga moves. When we get hungry, we eat the same fucking food, the ramen noodle. This simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable, the pull of juju. The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap.
smog of the media, the logs, false narratives of gods that came up against the odds. We're not just nigga rappers with the bars. It's kismet that we're cosmic with the stars. You bastards overlooking street art, better yet street smart, but you keep us off the chart. Some of the fucking numbers and your statisticians. Fuck y'all know about true competition. Just like the A.O. picture on there talking about he hitting. The only one who's hitting are the ones that's currently spitting. We got Jamissi Smitten rubbing on a little kitten. Dreaming up a world that's equal for women with no division. Huh. Boy, I tell you that's vision. Like Tony Romo when he hitting with it. The tribe be the best in eight division. Shaheed Muhammad cut it with precision. Who can come back years later still hit the shot? Still I'm trying to move you off the fucking block. Babylon blood.